You're listening to SBS News. Stephen Pearce, and it's Chief Executive Officer of Surf Life Saving New South Wales. What is a rip current? Yeah, look, a rip current is um, a current that's caused by the tidal movements and, and uh, the ocean floor geography. And essentially, uh, it's currents where the water moves in and out between sandbanks and causes a strong drag away from the shore, out the sea, and then it circles around the beach and, and circles back into the beach again. So one of the urban myths is people think when they're caught in a rip current is that they're going to be taken way out to sea, where in fact, essentially, you know, they'll be taken out, you know, probably around one to 200 metres, but then, you know, with circling back towards the beach again. How would you spot a rip if you were in the ocean swimming? Yeah, look, and, and this is one of the, um, the deceptive natures of rips. People come down to the beach and, and they see all the wave motion up and down the beach and they think, well, where's the safest place to swim? And then they see a location where there's actually no waves breaking. It looks relatively smooth and a nice light ripple on top, where in fact that is in fact the rip. And um, it's easily um, denotable is if you get a little bit closer to it, you can see the sand and debris being washed and dragged out as well. So, you know, when people come down, you shouldn't look for, you know, these spots that are dark and, and smooth. It's, that is essentially, you know, the rip. And um, we always set our, our red and yellow flags. So our lifeguards and lifesavers will set the red and yellow flags in a safe location, well away from any of these rip currents. If you happen to get caught in a rip, what should you do? Yeah, look, and, and this has been a question that's been asked so much, particularly with all just such the, the tragic drownings we've seen this summer. So if you do get yourself caught in a rip, and we hope you wouldn't because you should be swimming at a patrolled location where we have our flags up. But if you do find yourself in a rip, I know it's easy to say, but you should try and remain calm. It's really important to raise your arm, um, to make yourself visible so the lifesavers or lifeguards on the beach can see you so they can come out and provide assistance. Now, if you are happening happen to be swimming in a location that isn't a patrolled location, hopefully someone on the beach will see you with your raised arm and they will ring triple zero and that will enable us to respond some lifesavers and lifeguards around to you straight away to try and provide some assistance. This summer, you know, we've already seen six really tragic drownings um, up and down the New South Wales coastline. And statistically, um, when we look at these um, each year, uh, the highest bracket of people that are caught um, in, in drowning situations are young Australian men. So it sort of defies the urban myth where people think it's people from non-English speaking backgrounds or tourists. But in fact, it's uh, Australian men between 24 and 36. Unfortunately, this year, though, you know, we've seen so many um, incidents involving young children and young children being unsupervised. And um, since Christmas Day, our lifesavers and lifeguards have successfully resuscitated a numerous amounts of, of young children that have been found either unconscious in the surf or at the bottom of, of nearby lagoons or lakes near the beaches. So the lifesavers and, and the lifeguards essentially have prevented you know, a catastrophic drowning toll already this festive season. But, you know, there's a message there for the parents to please make sure you supervise your children, whether it's down the beach, around pools or inland on rivers and lakes and lagoons. Why do you think we've seen this increase of people, uh, children in particular, drowning this summer? Yeah, look, yeah, this, this summer we've, we've seen um, statistics that we haven't seen for over five years. You know, since Christmas Day, our lifesavers and lifeguards have um, recorded over 1,200 rescues they've, they've affected. Now, there's a few reasons um, for, I think, you know, why this number is so high. You know, since 2019, this is the first time that we've had a really strong, hot Australian summer. Uh, we haven't been affected by the bushfires that we saw back in 2019-20. You 
you know, we haven't had those COVID restrictions and lockdowns and we haven't had that big severe wet weather with the flooding. So it's given the opportunity for hundreds and thousands of people to really converge down and, and provide that mass inundation up and down the New South Wales coastline. And, you know, we just haven't seen these visitation numbers like we're seeing over the Christmas period for many, many years. And it's just increases the probability. The more people that come down to the coastline, the higher probability that there will be an incident involving someone caught in a rip or a drowning. Surf Lifesaving has had initiatives to reach out to migrant communities and people from non-English speaking mm. backgrounds. Are there any initiatives at the moment that you're running for migrant and non-English speaking background groups? Yeah, look, you're really pleasingly and we're really proud of this that we do um, an enormous amount of work with the, um, the culturally and linguistically diverse communities right throughout New South Wales. So we do a lot of outreach programs into Western Sydney um, and also into Western New South Wales to really target these groups of people that not necessarily would come down to the coastline. So, you know, we have so many resources that are translated in the fact sheets, so many videos. We do um, an enormous amount of work within the schools as well and with a lot of the migrant communities directly. The area where we actually do see a higher representation of non-English speaking background people in drowning fatalities is that with the rock fishing. Um, last year, tragically, we saw 12 rock fishing deaths along the New South Wales coastline and a higher proportion of those um, were people from non-English speaking backgrounds. So, yes, we did proactively try and reach out to these communities just to ensure that we provide as much awareness and preventative actions to all parts of the community, not just along the coastline. Is there uh, any major advice um, you would give Australian public for safe swimming this summer? Yeah, look, this summer, as I said, already we've seen six tragic drownings and we're really concerned that this may increase if people don't heed the warning that it's so important to come down and swim at a patrolled location. Now, that's anywhere where you're going to see the red and yellow flags flying, anywhere we see our lifesavers and our lifeguards on duty because simply if we can't see you this summer down the beach, then we have no chance of saving you. So the message is come to the red and yellow flags and you can swim in a safe location. 